0: This is Up for Debate, episode number 249, recorded February 23rd, 2023. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Up for Debate, the debate podcast where the two of us agree on everything. I'm Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by a man who, forget Patrick Mahomes, he's lived his whole life on a bum ankle. It's Matt Mariani. Hello, Matt.
1: Bum knee, actually,
0: but... (laughs) Close enough. Mr. Sean, how's, how's things? Things are great, Matt. Oh, my goodness, Super Bowl fever uh is alive and well. America can't stop talking about the Super Bowl uh 2 weeks after it happened.
1: It was an exciting game, yes. Very exciting game uh up until the the very end. Uh one of the more exciting Super Bowls. I'll tell you this. It's it was so exciting and and so many interesting things happened in this game that um, even I'm listening to a, a number of podcasts, some of which are sports related, some of which are not, um, even the not sports related podcasts are still talking about it just like kind of like ours. But, um, it's, uh, it, I guess it was that of interest that even people that don't, uh, necessarily know or care much about sports are all, are still talking about it. Have you, have you had that
0: experience? Yeah. <laughs> No, I was being sarcastic. I don't think anybody's talking about it. Ah, uh, but that being said, um, I would put this up in the pantheon of pretty good Super Bowls. I don't think anything was game changing, life altering, never seen before. But I don't think any part of it was bad either. So I would call it a solid uh, Super Bowl.
1: Solid's yeah, solid's a good word for it. It's um. I'm still I'm still hearing people talk, but then again, the, the episodes I'm listening to are from like maybe a week after the Super Bowl. Now we're in that we're in that like ready for we're ready for America's best sport, baseball to come back. So we, we and, we, and we Matt our second best sport, but now we're ready for the best sport. Yeah, but you, of course,
0: know what kicked off this past weekend. The XFL. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's, it's it's spring football time. We uh
1: we should uh, we usually talk about this off off mic but we should do we should totally do an episode about uh the new <laughs> XFL season.
0: Yeah, there would nothing nothing is more up for debate than us planning a Super Bowl episode and just spending a bunch of the time talking about the XFL. That's very much that's our MO.
1: That's on that's on par for us. That's
0: that's what the listeners are here for.
1: They had some new teams uh, too. I think uh we we can talk about this in a in a later episode, but I was looking at the some of the teams have shifted. New York lost their team, the Guardians. They they,
0: they moved. They're yeah. now the Orlando Guardians. The Tampa Bay Vipers is now the Las Vegas Vipers. The LA Wildcats is no more, has been replaced by uh San Antonio now has a team, and the Dallas Renegades are now the Arlington Renegades. I think those are all the changes. A lot of uh
1: a lot of movement in the XFL. A lot of uh, shifting sands. Speaking yes. Shifting sands. How about this shifting grass that they... Uh, oh. In this game. They had... You had one job. Slippery, yeah. Slippery grass. One job. Uh, Tahoma yeah. 31 is the name of the this grass. And it's it was... It looked like an ice skating rink out there, as they say. Yeah, it turns
0: out you can't put, like, a whole bunch of paint on the field and it not on grass and not think it's not going to be slippery.
1: Now I'm, I'm all for this, Sean.
0: I think it actually kind of, it kind of adds something to
1: the game. It reminds me of, did you ever play Mario tennis for the Nintendo 64? No, no Mario tennis ever. I Um, never played N64. Well, all right. So you had like in this, in Mario tennis, I'll, I'll set the scene for you. There's, there are like three or four different, um, courts you can play on different like types of court and so for example the clay court um makes the the ball have like almost no bounce when it hits Mm -hmm. like there's almost zero no about a composite court the ball has like this crazy high bounce and a grass court it's got like somewhere in the middle and then it also has it plays with like the speed of the ball and other things like that um and the speed of like your player on the court i think that a this there is a place for this tahoma 31 I think that some stadiums should start to use it, but with the knowledge that it's slippery as hell and that you can it's basically like playing on an ice skating rink, which again, I think there's a place for it. I think it adds something like new and exciting to the to the the scope of play. Totally takes your defense out of the equation in much much of, much of the uh of the case as the Eagles learned on on that day, but um but at least you go in with the knowledge of like, yeah, we're playing in, on the hard court today. We're playing on this ice skating rink that is uh, sort of looking like a football field, sort of resembles a football field. Um, And uh, yeah, I think there's a place for it. I think I've always complained that the NFL stadiums are too like one dimensional where they're all Hmm. exactly the same. It's like every other sport except for baseball. And it's one of the reasons it makes baseball the best sport. Is because every, like the the fields, the dimensions of the fields are different. Like the diamond is the same, but you know, like the stadium, there are different features to uh, the stadium and different dimensions to the outfield and foul lines. And, and in football, it's all pretty much just that gridiron. This adds a little bit of nuance to it. Why not build like a lava pit in the middle of one of the? stadiums? Oh boy, <laughs> you know, like a oh boy. Square. All right, well, you now know, we're. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Why not build like some like in in Wisconsin where the Packers play? Have like a, a fountain of like like molten cheese running through the middle of the field? Uh, why not have like um for in Detroit? Why not have like actual lions run out and chase the players around? It makes so anything to
0: make it a little more exciting. You know, Matt, th- this is why I I love hanging out with you because I think you're the only person on the planet who says, huh. How do we get there to be more injuries in the NFL? Yeah. They aren't hurt enough. Let's make it more dangerous. You 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 basically want American gladiators out there. All I'm saying is I don't think
1: Roger Goodell's job is hard enough and I want to make it harder.
0: You you want guys like Turbo and and Nitro running around and getting little tennis balls shot at them and getting hit with uh, punching bags and you you basically want American gladiators.
1: That's a great idea. Why don't we have like you know like Nos like we did in our uh, in our our Fast and Furious episodes? What if we what oh, if sure. they just hook up cans of
0: Nos to the like running back's legs? What, what could that you know? Well, they do. It's called steroids, Matt, and it's very what much against the league wrong? rule.
1: Or in, uh, I guess, in the case of this Super Bowl, horse tranquilizers that they gave uh, Patrick Mahomes after halftime, after taking that hit to the ankle. Uh, horse tranquilizers, horse stabilizers. Uh, tranquilizers, I would think, put you to sleep. Yeah, they're probably the stabilizers. Like the, it's, it's probably horse heroin. Yeah, something like that. There is a name for it, but I'm not going to look it up, but that people
0: were bouncing it around. It's, it's a
1: drug name. I want to say mescaline but that's probably not it that probably does something else that i'm not thinking of
0: well now i'm thinking of mezcal so now Maybe i'm just very confused not, not. well that's tequila so it
1: was some kind of some kind of drug that they hmm. give uh they give to horses when they're injured i think that was what what the premise was and uh yeah
0: and just like an injured horse they're going to turn patrick mahomes into glue uh no man it was definitely uh definitely an exciting game I would say more so than your average Super Bowl certainly uh high scoring with a final score of uh 38 to 35 so um you know certainly the on field action wasn't too bad
1: No no it was it was an ex- it was an extremely thrilling game I think the mo- I mean you know not to not to beat a dead horse here but I think the um the 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 what the um, major consensus has been for several weeks now is, is and I'm not, you know, just to echo it here briefly is just that uh, I think most people didn't really care for the ending, um, the, the very end, you know, an ending on nobody likes nobody likes to see an official uh, ruling like dictate the final outcome of a game even though yeah but it was a penalty i mean we
0: it, but hang on i'm gonna stop you right there because that is so overblown what do you, he was holding the player said i was holding no, no, the I, guy okay, i'm not saying it wasn't holding i didn't say it's not holding. no but i'm
1: just but that's just part of the game i'm but but i'm saying nobody likes to see a game end w- with an official ruling would you disagree with that i think most people want to see
0: football they want to see a game being played but that's part of the game like I get yeah, if but- I get if it's a bad call, I get if it's a bad call, then you have every right to complain. Well, which is but more when
1: exciting? Which is more? Which which outcome would you have rather had? Outcome A, where an official blows a whistle, calls a penalty, whether it happens or not, and it did happen, right? The guy even admitted. Brad Bird even admitted it happened. Um calling that penalty and effectively ending the game right there? Or would you rather have seen another minute and a half? So you want the
0: official to look the other way?
1: Possibly could, have, which they do all the time. They do. Well, they're you're all, yeah. do you you're compromising the integrity
0: play? of the league. Do you think okay. You think the
1: league the league has no integrity? Do you think that they, do you think that? Yeah, okay. The, you don't think they look the other way at times, Sean? You think they call every single penalty? I, I Look, you see it,
0: be, you got to call it. Oh, you okay. see it, you got to call it. Okay. I'm sorry, maybe he shouldn't have held the guy. How about that? Maybe that was his first mistake was
1: holding the guy. But the other the other factor is that okay, yes, what he did was holding, but did it interfere with the receiver with Juju Smith Schuster's ability
0: to catch the ball? I don't think so. Did you But that's not how the rules written. That's not how the rule. and by the way, Matt. It was a lame ending. I'm not. Yeah, my my no, only that's point all is I'm all my. my but no. What you're here, saying. Hang no, on. What my
1: problem. What you're saying is, is that it was a lame ending.
0: It was a lame. No, no, ending. No, no. What you're what you're saying executed. is officials should swallow the whistle at the end of games. That's what you're saying. No.
1: Uh, only. Only in, in a case like this, where it okay. very clearly did not
0: affect <sighs> Only when you the want them to. I want to okay. see football. I want to see football. I don't want to see officially. No, what you want to see is a free-for-all with no rules, guys grabbing each other, to chucking each other, doing all kinds of stuff. No rules in the last two minutes.
1: I want to see football. I would be happier if there were no rules for the last two minutes. Honestly, would I I would be much happier.
0: Okay, I see how it is. I want to see, I see how it is. Last two minutes of the game. I want to see. You did. You saw well-officiated football. That's what you no, saw. I don't
1: want to see well-officiated football. I want
0: football huh. like it was okay.
1: in the 70s. Poorly officiated. Oh, show you, but let's bring back the leather helmets. <laughs> yeah. Back Come on. You think they would have called that uh, that play against, uh, I don't know, Joe Willie. Who, who <laughs> yes joe fa- famous <laughs> nfl
0: old-timey player joe willie he is the old-timeyest of old-timey um yeah might as well might as well just uh, go back to the days before the forward pass was part of the game huh if, if that makes it better for you um only if we could get icy uh icy
1: icy uh fields like uh we saw there and lava pits oh and uh bed. okay
0: uh, no, hey, listen. It was a perfectly fine game. Of course, the Kansas City Chiefs won with Patrick Mahomes as the MVP. Matt, uh, would you say the better team won that day? Uh,
1: no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say the better team won that day. I think that the the better team to me, it was still. It's still very much up. The better team that
0: showed up. The better team that showed up definitely won. I agree. I the think, I, and I, I think you, up. I think you would agree with me on this. In a best of three or a best of five series, I think the Eagles win.
1: This is, I would agree. I think that the defense, I mean, obviously the defense really did not have a good showing at all. No. Hurts was zero great. Hurts had a great Hertz game. Was phenomenal. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Hurts. Hurts gave one of the single best, one of the best quarterback performances of my memory. Um, in terms of individual, I mean, there was that, that botched that fumble, that was a complete disaster that Bolden ran back for the, for the touchdown, which really kind of sealed their fate. And the end, when you think about it, yeah, if that, that hadn't happened, the Eagles win. But, um, if you, yeah, if you really look at it, I think the better team, the, the, the Kansas city was the all around better team on both sides of the football on that given day, on that given yeah. Sunday. Um, but only by a very small margin, I wouldn't I, I would say it is really the glaring factor is the Eagles defense that had been present all season long and had been a, a tour de force all season long and did not show up at all on, on Sunday at all.
0: Let 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 me give you a thought experiment here. Imagine if the Bengals had won the AFC championship, do you think they would have beaten the Eagles in that game that day? Absolutely not,
1: absolutely not. I I really I I do not think so because Joe Burrow is not as good a quarterback as is not as capable as Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes was I mean people you know look at Mahomes was phenomenal too, very I, much worthy of the MVP.
0: I, I, I don't, don't know, know if I agree with from, that. You know, uh, I think, I think I think I think Joe Burrow is very talented just in a different way. I think that team is built in a different way. And do I think the Eagles could beat the Bengals? Yes, I wouldn't call it a slam dunk, but I think I think the game was less about Kansas City being great than it was about the Eagles being not great. Which would lead to another AFC team having the possibility to beat what was clearly the best. Honestly, I think the NFC was less close in terms of good teams than the AFC was. That's my opinion. The Eagles were by far the best team in the NFC who was close the vikings i mean the cowboys like these are not super bowl playing and winning teams whereas on the afc bengals were just in the super bowl we were hot in the bills all year and they kind of collapsed down the stretch obviously the chiefs um i'm just saying i i, I think other afc teams would have had i think the afc would have had a stronger showing regardless
1: no, I, I agree. I think it, it wouldn't, It w- I would I agree that it wouldn't be a slam dunk. I don't, I think that it would, the Bengals would have made the, a run for the money, but I think, I think the Eagles went out just, it all, all, and we said this going in, we said this, it all depended on the defense, especially the pass rush, right? If yeah. you have to put pressure on Mahomes, you have to make him, force him into bad decisions. You have to, Make him uncomfortable, and they absolutely didn't do that
0: Mahomes looked even when he broke his ankle he looked comfortable
1: right maybe not
0: maybe yeah like I one, d- one one sack I think in the whole game I mean it was uh, yeah, yeah no, it was a soft performance even, for I him I do not even
1: think that was a sack I think it was he was out of pocket I think he was scrambling I think that was, was that
0: what it was uh yeah very very little pressure
1: very very little pressure there were there were some near misses and if you look on some of them it you know it's it's real close um but they the Eagles' defense was just I, the play calling was was odd. Uh, Jonathan Gannon, Eagles' former defensive coordinator, now with the Arizona Cardinals, had some really questionable play calls on this one. He, he he was very conservative, very like he would drop into pass protection a lot, which you know you can do. But I I mean we we talked we talked for ad nauseum about how you want to make Mahomes uncomfortable, and Mahomes is. Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. You drop into protect, well, you drop into pass protect, you drop into man
0: to man coverage. He's going to still beat you. He'll find ways to beat you. It's Patrick well, Mahomes. but also on the other side of the ball, you got offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy, who arguably may be the, the best coordinator in the entire league. And Andy Reid, you know, it's it, people as a New England Patriots fan. Uh, I've heard this for a very long time. Uh, Belichick and Brady, obviously very successful together. Could they be successful apart? Was it because they were together they were so successful, or would that not have mattered? We saw Tom Brady win a Super Bowl without Belichick. Belichick hasn't been super successful after Brady's left, but time will tell. I think it's the same with Mahomes and Reed, where I think they're two great tastes that taste great together. Like They're two very good coaches and players, respectively. But I think together is why it works. I don't think Mahomes would be as successful with a different coach, and I don't think Reed would be as successful with a different quarterback. They'd both be fine. I mean, they'd be good players and coaches. But there is something to be said about that combination that just works so well.
1: Yeah, well said, I think. Um, the, uh, yeah, you can't you, – and, and again, you, you also, you can't take anything away from
0: that coaching dynamic,
1: the enemy and Reed for sure. You
0: no, know, the whole staff. I mean, the whole staff's incredible. Um, no, no doubt about it, but they're, they're going to see a lot of changes this year, right? Uh, the mm. enemy now with the commanders and didn't their defensive coordinator also leave.
1: I know the Eagles, or I... the Eagles, DC and OC both left. Oh uh, yeah. I well, I, know I, know I is,
0: is, is any, is anyone left with the Eagles. Um,
1: oh, well the, the head coach is still there. You still have, um, Siri.
0: Oh, Steve, Steve Spagnola. No, he's still there um anyway a there. yeah very talented coach uh yeah. matt listen nobody wants to talk about the game game's least exciting part of the super bowl we all know why we tune in and watch and that's for the commercials the funny hilarious commercials matt oh because there were so
1: many this year there
0: were the commercials were so good this year you know do you remember
1: it, any of the commercials i literally can't
0: i, I do can't remember
1: a single one. well
0: you know what you know what's funny is every year there's usually a theme around all the commercials last year was all like NFTs and crypto. And then you remember, was it 2017 after the 2016 election where they were all like sad commercials with immigrants. Mm-hmm. This year's theme was celebrity cameo. Every yeah. single ad. I, I, by the way, Matt, I did the research. I could not find an ad that did not have some kind of celebrity cameo in it, big or small.
1: That yeah. was buck wild to me. They were that was they were pretty big into that. Do you think that's marketing? Is that I mean, it's obviously marketing, but do you think that's like uh, they crunched the numbers on previous ads and saw the ones that were most positively
0: favored were the ones that featured celebrities? Was there any research? I my speculation would be it's a combination of celebrities being more willing to do things like this these days, where ten years ago they just you would not get some of these people in commercials. Um, and the other is that companies are investing more money, not less, in Super Bowl commercials. They can afford to bring in some stars, and I think, I think the thing is they need to stand out above the rest and to get the social media buzz around the celebrity where you might not get it around, you know, beer horses or whatever uh, that people have seen before. So I don't think this trend is going away. There were a lot of cameos last year, but this year it was it was literally every ad. Hmm.
1: No, yeah, I'm I, now now that. Now that you mentioned it, yeah, I, the ones that are that, that 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 are jumping out to me, there was. Uh, was it, uh, what's it was it was it was it was it
0: John Travolta was in an ad? He was in the T-Mobile ad with the guys from Scrubs singing Grease okay. songs. Yeah, uh, there was the. Um, uh, the the uh, I'm looking at a list here so I can remember and, all of them. There, there was there was in an ad with um, Martin Short. Not Martin Short. Uh, <laughs> Steve Martin Steve for Martin, Pepsi yeah. Zero Sugar. Uh-huh. He, where they drink the soda and they goes, Mmm, that's delicious. Is that great acting or great taste? I thought those were funny. There was the, uh, the Popcorners Breaking Bad commercial.
1: Of course, of course.
0: Uh, the Rakuten uh, Clueless spot with Alicia Silverstone. Uh, there was the uh, Dunkin' Donuts spot with Ben Affleck where he's working the drive-thru.
1: J-Lo pops out of the end, yeah.
0: That's right. She said, "Grab me a glazed." She says, "Um, there was the uh one commercial I actually did like was the Bud Light." So this was funny. True story. I I was watching the ads. I'm like, there are a lot of celebrities, and there was one ad I thought there's no celebrity in this one, and it was the Bud Light Hold music ad. I was just going to ask about this because that that is that's the that seemed to be a favorite. Uh, like a, among the among yeah cuz it was it was kind of, of calm and it was clever by the way it is that do 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 song all this so i did like it i rewatched the ad miles teller is the guy in the ad the actor miles teller from the fantastic 4 bad Not movie
1: really annoying, at, that
0: is. Okay. and um that guy he's been in a bunch oh, of stuff this guy. okay maverick top gun maverick oh he's yeah a he whiplash. was yes the whiplash guy okay yes 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 yes, yes, yes. no he's been a, he's famous but i didn't realize it when i watched it the first time god, god damn it there's a commercial um i did like that one though i thought that was funny uh the Michelob ultra caddyshack ad that had like five different celebrities in it
1: celebrities yeah in that
0: one uh what else gronk kicked a football he did he did uh, oh T Mobile had a different ad with Bradley Cooper and his mom.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Um Squarespace had Adam Driver. Uh there was that uh Netflix and GM electric cars one with Will Ferrell. There was also um there was
1: also those QB ads. I don't think though, QB was that the hmm? QB? Tubi? Oh Tubi, yeah, the streaming service. Yeah. yeah. QB ads. They didn't have, but those I don't think those had. Celebrities. No, oh, you might the ones you with the. I think like you, you had like sat on the remote.
0: Yeah, but the other ones with the creepy rabbits, that was Tubi, and you're right. I don't think those had a celebrity, so you might be right.
1: What is Tubi? They're not sponsoring
0: the show, so maybe we shouldn't talk about them at length.
1: But <laughs> just in general, what, what it's a. What it,
0: is it? Actually, there's a there's oh there's a funny name for what these are called, but it's these it's like Pluto TV or it's these streaming services where it's a bunch of like. Channels where it's just playing content that's streaming if that makes sense it's a basically an ad supported streaming service it's for boomers that's free it's it's a streaming service for boomers sure for people who don't want to pay money for things
1: okay I, i'm I'm just
0: thinking about it like it's uh it,
1: it's it's just constantly streaming and you don't have to worry about like what's on it's
0: just it's on, literally like flipping on. channels except each channel is a continuously streaming show or theme or okay. movie or whatever. Now, uh, I do have to ask, Matt, because one thing we also saw, aside from product advertisements and uh, ads for Fox shows we're not going to watch, uh, is uh, movie trailers. Speak for yourself. I'm,
1: are you not excited to watch the Roseanne Barr stand-up special? <laughs> oh, on Fox
0: Nation? <laughs> yeah, you're not going to tune into Gutfeld? Uh, no, I'm too busy watching The Masked Singer uh, in its 20th season. Mm. Um, And Joel McHale in Animal Control. Uh, No, a lot of movie trailers as well. It's a big time of year for that. Uh, We saw, among others, Cocaine Bear, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, The Flash. Uh, And then the ones uh, that I am most air, the one about Nike and Michael Jordan, which seems weird yeah no that that i I'm really curious
1: how they can make an entire movie about this, but I also thought the same thing about the big short
0: and the mm. big short was fantastic so and by the way did you, did you see that they're making a Tetris movie for apple t v uh apple t v plus yes yes that which be, which looks good
1: there it actually does it'll
0: be very interesting to uh
1: to see that
0: but what I did specifically want to mention is we saw two trailers for movies that due to obligation we will be watching on the show and that is a creed three and fast ten map coming yeah. later this year. That's right. Both of them. They're added are you, to our
1: to our, our pantheon of, of now ever growing franchises. Are are you excited for either? I am. I, I was excited when we, you know, we did a couple episodes where we, we talked about the new Bond movie and then we watched the new Bond movie. So I think this is going to give us a little bit of a little content boost where we can do the same treatment for Creed 3 and for uh, the new Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. I, I'm not going to lie. I
0: I thought it looked kind of good. I, I don't know. I think it. But to be honest, those movies are basically one long trailer.
1: Also, yeah. And, and, and my favorite character I mean, my favorite has always been Dominic Toretto, I think. So the more of him well, is going to be good. And, and I, uh, I mean, you can't you can't uh, can't sleep on snacks either. Snacks is another good character. Another listen, good
0: character. It, it, I, I require two things in my yeah. movie, and that's Hobbs and Shaw. And they're not in it. Actually, I think Shaw is in it. Actually, I did see him in the trailer, but The Rock is not. Michael Fassbender. Um, yeah. What's the the new bad guy? Is a uh, Dave? Is it Dave? Batista? Oh no, I'm sorry. It's uh, no, it's the other guy. Jason Momoa is the bad but guy. It
1: should be, it should be Dave Batista.
0: Dave Batista. He should be. How is he not how, in that how franchise? <laughs>
1: how is he not in the in the crew yet? He should be, he should be part of the family. How is That's he not too good.
0: The that he is too perfect. good.
1: He would fit right in like a glove. Like he's been there the whole time.
0: Fast eleven.
1: How have they not thought of that yet? Get Dave Bautista in the family. Come on!
0: Oh my god! Uh, no, I am in no way. I am absolutely not excited for either of these movies. I do not want to watch them. I thought Creed, Creed Two was good, and I didn't need another.
1: You know what? I'm 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 going to take the op- the opposite here. I'm going to take the over. I'm I'm actually excited for both of them. I think Creed Three. The trailers look kind actually look kind of interesting. They're doing a little bit of an interesting dynamic with uh with the character. I, I'm I'm kind of. You know, I don't have to know where where like he's going next where Adonis Creed, The Adventures of Adonis Creed lead us next, but but
0: I'm I'm going to watch and I'm going to be excited I, about it. Uh, on the plus and side,
1: Fast and Furious.
0: Michael B Jordan's the man. Like I'm sure it's going to be I'm sure it'll be fine. The thing about the Fast 10 is it's just I just I, I just I'm tired. I just can't watch any more of those movies. It's the same. I was watching the trailer and I'm like it looks like all the other movies cuz it's all the same people doing all the same things there there they there must have been there's got to be now 50 characters in this movie um who have all appeared
1: what they do cars go fast
0: uh, it's it's absolutely wild to me uh th- this movie must cost a gazillion dollars to pay all these people where is the I, I exotic
1: just, location this time
0: did they say uh, do we know i don't it? know if they've revealed uh exactly there was uh, the definitely
1: sort of... for the trailer. It made it. It was something like very iconic. Like I want to say the Colosseum was like in the background or something. Like it very, very clearly seemed like they were in Italy or.
0: Um, yeah, it does not say in the description here, but it, the the Wikipedia page did remind me of the moment in the trailer. I actually gave up on life, which is um at about the two third mark. When Letty wakes up and looks over, and it's Charlize throne is back, and I'm like, no, stop! Oh, no. I can't do this anymore. Not Cipher. Oh no! no.
1: It, totally. You, well, awful. you knew you knew she would be back. You knew they're all you Matt. They're all knew. back. We, I think we even said it in the episode that she's gonna come back because they let her live, and this is what happens when when you let people live. I just you let them just, live. They're bound to come back for the sequel if it's successful. I can't put
0: and Helen Mirren's back. I can't. I can't Helen do Mirren. this. Dame Helen Mirren. Of course. Brie Larson is in this one.
1: Of course. I'm I'm like and, I said, I don't know what they haven't gotten Batista
0: in there yet. And also we meet Dom's grandmother in this one. Sure. Why not? Maybe she'll be played by Tyler Perry. I don't know. No, Rita Moreno. Still okay. good though. Uh, anyway, so a lot to look forward to some great products to buy Matt. We do have to talk about the other aspect of the Super Bowl. We did not talk about and that would be the halftime show. Uh, Rihanna out there doing her best, um, singing with the best of them in her red outfit. Matt, what did you think of the halftime show?
1: I thought it was good. I, I, no, you know, it's it to me. It was it was very a very comfortable middle ground. I don't. I didn't think there was anything that like wowed me about it. Um, and I felt like some people really had some, I guess, some strong opinions about it, like one way or the other, but. I was pretty lukewarm. I I mean, I would err on the side of it was good. It was Rihanna and she was good and her routine was great, was, was very good. And like, you know, she's one who's just a good, she's just a good entertainer regardless. So I I didn't think it was going to be bad. Um, and the big reveal that she was pregnant, that was kind of cool. Um, and her songs were good. I, if anything, I was surprised, I think we went in with some predictions about it that we'll get to, but uh I think she kind of defied some of those predictions and uh and um her stage was neat that she had like a neat little like with the platforms mm-hmm. um but I would I would say it was somewhere in a comfortable middle uh didn't didn't love or hate it. It seems like we can never get all three though we can never get good game good commercials, good halftime show, all in one. I can't point to a single Super Bowl that was all three. It's Maybe a lot to the ask one for. that comes the closest was the Steelers Cardinals Super Bowl. Who was their that halftime? One? That was uh, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, okay. Was, to me, the, my my personal favorite halftime show, Prince being a close second.
0: But yeah, I would agree with you. I mean, I think um i actually was gonna look at who did the halftime show at oh okay i was gonna say and prob-
1: yeah we had a good game that was uh, my my point was that it was a great game it was a right it was like photo finish with that run i think uh there was the the like 94 yard dash at the end of the game that sealed the deal for the steelers and you had the uh yeah bruce oh great the halftime show and I, I don't remember the commercials, but I assume they were pretty good. So that might be the only one that had the trifecta. What
0: were you gonna say? I'm sorry. What was your? No, I I was just looking to see because arguably the most exciting Super Bowl in history was the Patriots comeback Super Bowl. Um, that was uh, Lady Gaga did the halftime. That's what I was trying to remember yeah. who that was, mm-hmm. uh, which was not great. Uh, no, so, mm-hmm. I, you run. know, I re ha- have you rewatched Rihanna's performance since the Super Bowl? No. I have not. Okay. So I did my annual tradition of rewatching the performance before tonight's show and then going down a rabbit hole of watching a whole bunch of other Super Bowl halftime performances I've seen a million times. I liked it a lot better on the rewatch. If you had asked me right after the Super Bowl, I was pretty meh on it. Um, but I, you know what? I liked it a lot better in the rewatch. I caught a lot more of the details and was able to kind of focus on the performance. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I definitely wouldn't call it. My favorite Super Bowl performance. If you're a fan of Rihanna, I think you got what you wanted out of it. If you're a fan of something you can kind of look at while you're doing other things during the Super Bowl, I think you liked it. What I really look for in a Super Bowl performance, which actually, by the way, I think is a little different from you even, is I like uh, high energy spectacle. I like colors. I like variety. I like high energy, and I think of of half times like Coldplay. Um, with uh, Beyonce and Bruno Mars, very high energy, very exciting. I think of Katy Perry, high energy, lots of colors. Um, and even to some degree, The Weeknd. Um, not so many colors, but a lot of variety in what's going on. I thought the, the whole Rihanna show was very same-same. You know, she sang the songs, the set didn't change a lot, the dancers didn't change a lot. Um, that's probably my number one criticism. Overall, I would say it's definitely... Above the midline in terms of Super Bowl halftimes, in terms of sets
1: and in terms of movement, I think the weekend is tough to beat. I I very much enjoyed his halftime show.
0: But that was twenty. 20- oh, it was awesome.
1: Twenty one.
0: Yes, you are that correct was, uh, in Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah, two
1: Yeah, in Tampa. That that Super Bowl that was a, one of the one of the best ones in recent ish memory that that I think was.
0: But I think part of that is the high energy music and not that Rihanna isn't, but it's a little, but the the other thing, so last year was the Snoop Dogg, uh, 50 cent, Mary J block, you know, the amalgam of people. Uh, I thought it was good. People see other people seem to enjoy it more. And I think it's just, again, it's what I look for versus what other people look for. So I think, I think this is one everyone for the most part can say was pretty good. So, no major complaints. No. Now, Matt, I do want to ask you a question. I was thinking about this before the show. Who do you think should do the Super Bowl next year? Halftime show? Um, I do have a
1: prediction on that. Okay. And it's kind of combination of combination of of um just catalog presence and and fame and overall fame and i think most people are surprised that they haven't this artist hasn't done a super bowl yet i think um and i think another part it's 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 a combination of of their fame their stature but i think it's also another part with um uh, marketing and uh, uh 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 yeah like selling a brand brand creation like think about why people do a super Bowl right. You do the Super Bowl mostly because you are uh, trying to promote an album, trying to really trying to promote
0: your catalog. Yeah, you yourself. Really have to be kind yeah. Of
1: established. You're not going to get like a new artist to to, to do it.
0: Although, um, but, that's I think part of the reason the weekend was so interesting. That's really the yeah. only newer artist I can think of they ever had.
1: And I think a lot of that might have had to do with just the the, the timing of it. With the oh the yeah, dynamic. yeah. Um. You have to have somebody who's going to promote their catalog, promote their brand. You have to have somebody known, a name, a household name. Absolutely, something that someone that is um, globally, to,
0: recognized. Yeah,
1: globally recognized, globally um, recognized, someone that has a lot of clout in the industry and has won many
0: awards and, and is established. Um, and I, I have no idea who you're setting up. I have no clue who you're setting up here. I think the next Super Bowl will be Taylor Swift. I think you're going to do the next. Super you're Bowl. very smart. I was going to say, if I'm the NFL, I was going to say the green M&M, but I don't. Want oh, to be so. with those sexy, sexy boots. Uh, right. yeah, if I'm the NFL, my first call is to Taylor Swift. But I, my guess, to be honest with you, Matt, is my first call has been to Taylor Swift every year for the past five years. And, and she won't do it.
1: Well, well, rumor has it. I don't know if this is true or not. Um. This is this is just rumor has it that that she had a she had a, a contract with Coca-Cola and uh. for many years. Right. It was the Pepsi halftime show. And that precluded her for many years, for many decades from from doing the halftime show. And I don't know how true that is, but it's interesting. And it may kind of make sense. Like, think has
0: she been in Co- Coca-Cola advertising? Movies? Not that I remember, but it also wouldn't. Wouldn't surprise it wouldn't me.
1: Surprise me. Just that that if she had this kind of you know that would it would at least stop her from doing something with associated with the Pepsi name. And now that it's the Apple Music, um, the Apple Music or uh, Apple Music halftime show, the story was that she didn't she didn't go into it this year because she's r- busy reworking her music. Her, her yeah, album.
0: and she's she's got her huge tour coming up this year,
1: and she's got the big tour coming up. Another, I think, another perfect reason for to do this to cap it off. yeah
0: no i i think i think if you're the nfl that's who you want i, I don't think there's anybody more universally loved and enjoy- like i'm not a taylor swift fan and i know a ton of her songs hmm. um my if i can't get taylor swift and i'm the nfl my second call is probably the harry styles
1: okay
0: i think he's got Maybe not the biggest catalog, but if you want someone who's hot now and who can put on a good show, I think he's a guy to call. I would also think, I'm surprised this person hasn't done it, although I admit they're a, probably a little, I don't want to say a bummer, but they're probably a little slow for the Super Bowl, and that would be Adele. I think Adele would do a killer, killer halftime show. And again, another person whose songs are very, very well-known and could and could easily fill 13 minutes.
1: Yeah. It reminds me of uh, of like an opera. You could have like an opera in the middle. Like reminds me that would be like a kind of a, a throwback to uh, what was a Marvin the Magician. Mar-
0: <laughs> oh, Elvis Marvin. Presto. Elvis Presto. Oh, yeah. Yes. Bebop bamboozled. Uh, yeah, yeah, variety variety show at the half. Well, but, th- but that's what I like. I want I want gimmicks and I want effects and I want you know who my now if Sean Jennings got to pick who the halftime show was, do you know who I would pick? You'd never uh, guess. You would just you would never guess. Uh, Daughtry. Are they still around. <laughs> Nickelback. <laughs> yeah, is that uh, like one? I ch- was it a uh, bowling for soup? only no although I actually to be honest if they did do like a throwback to early 2000s pop punk I three think doors, it would be
1: three doors down
0: oh three doors down yeah First I like one. that yeah featuring creed mm-hmm. uh no uh actually I think because like, again I think who who could put on a great show they again maybe not a huge catalog I think they would need someone with them lizzo I think oh, lizzo okay. would be an awesome well, have a little new, but I, the, I, her energy, I respect her. She's energy. very energy. fun and funny, energy. high energy. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. She, she would definitely have energy. to do it with somebody. Yeah. Yes.
1: Very, very entertaining. Rizzo and Rihanna would have been an interesting combination. Rihanna would have totally upstaged her. But
0: oh, sure. Been, I mean, R- Rihanna done. deserves to get it on that's her so own sure. for sure. Yeah. But I think back to the J Lo Shakira halftime show, mm-hmm. where it's like. JLo alone not enough to fill it out so you match her with somebody and you get a whole show that's i think lizzo and uh somebody else and i think you could really do a great show
1: mm-hmm. no yeah i totally agree i think that, that anyway you know what you know what how about this how about this how about this lizzo and janet jackson now that would be pretty exciting
0: yeah that would and be Janet pretty Jackson exciting.
1: Finally, gets her redemption
0: for 2000, 2001. and then Janet Jackson rips off Lizzo's dress.
1: Yes, and they don't cut away. They Feminine power. On. They leave, or they, they fight they, the they, man. They dim the lights, and then they bring them on even brighter. That'll show. Yes. That yeah. That would be great. That would be great. And then they just blow up a Pepsi logo behind them.
0: Just yeah. Yes. Yeah. And says fuck. Pepsi on it in
1: fireworks.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah.
1: I love this is why we don't
0: don't design the halftime show.
1: I hope hope that whoever is making the halftime show, I hope that I hope Jay-Z is listening to this right now.
0: (laughs) Call us. We're available. Um, All right, Matt. Well, uh, as we head towards the back end of the show, we got to get into the prop bets. We've talked about everything involving the game, except our spin on it, which is our Super Bowl prop bets uh we ran uh, how many did we run we ran 13 bets this year uh and matt i think we should take them in uh order in which they occurred and see who won this year i mean if you followed us on twitter you already know the answer but um you know, let, let's go through it what do you say
1: let's do it let's let's go through them
0: so starting off uh with the anthem uh, performed by Chris Stapleton this year Vegas had the over under at 205 uh I took 206 and you took 210 we play closest to the pin on this one Matt it was 201 so Vegas was pretty close it just came in under um, that's a that's a pretty normal time for a, for an anthem
1: yeah it was um good anthem it was yeah I think it was it was decent. Um, I remember thinking, you know, it's one of those things where time passes a lot quicker in your head. I remember thinking like, oh, I got this in the bag and then I read your tweet and saw that it was well well under what I had. I figured, you know, Southern guy, we, we went through this in the pre-show, but Southern guy, draw country, thought maybe he'd drag it out. He loves America. He's going to like, you know, play it up, but you know, a little quicker than I guess, uh, maybe he was too busy, like, uh, you know
0: worrying about how he's going to slip on that field that was way
1: too slippery and wet
0: <laughs> he, Matt, he did it he did the anthem from a stool i don't think he was running anywhere <laughs> um so that was a point for me and i take the lead right off the bat that's followed by the coin toss which we did a little differently this year we didn't just pick the heads or tails of it we also picked which team would win uh it came up tails uh which meant the eagles def- uh which meant the chiefs won it um, and I got two points. I, I correctly guessed tails and chiefs. Exactly how I predicted.
1: Yep. that worked and, out. That, that's one of those flip of the coin.
0: Well, and it breaks your you had four years in a row of correctly guessing uh, the coin. Tails <clears throat> never fails. Uh, you didn't. And you always get to pick the coin first. So you picked heads and uh, no luck there. Um, so that puts me up three zero off the bat. Uh, We had the first team to call a timeout. I was surprised. The first timeout wasn't called until right at the end of the second quarter. I thought something would happen. There'd be a miscommunication. They'd have to call one earlier. Uh, But it was, in fact, the Eagles who called the first timeout, which was my prediction, puts me up four to nothing at this point.
1: That was a new bet. That was one that we had never done on the show before.
0: Absolutely. Our first one. And it was not exciting at all. Mm -mm. Although I was watching very closely to see when the... uh, when the first time I was going to be used. Uh, next one, new one this year, result of the first drive. Uh, you picked the most likely answer, a punt. I took the least likely one other, uh, but this was a high scoring Super Bowl match. They took it all the way down on the first drive. Uh, the Eagles for a touchdown. Neither of us got a point.
1: That was the. Um, was that the A.J. Brown catch? Was it a run? I think it was a run. Was it uh, Gainwell? Run? I well, remember. It, so whoever it was ran. Wait, maybe it was Hertz. I think Hertz ran. Yeah,
0: I think that I was think the was one was where it. someone ran it in, but they called it back, and then right. Hertz took it in.
1: That's right. Yep. It was like a sneak. Did you know, by the way, that that move that the Eagles' offense used the the they're calling it the tush push? I yes. love this about the Eagles because they. Every time they've been in the Super Bowl, they they've come up with a new play. Like we got the Philly Special last time against the Patriots. Now we're getting the Tush Push, which is this victory formation. And hurt. We know hurt. Everybody. Everybody on that field knows exactly what's going to happen. But everybody basically just pushes the quarterback
0: over over the line. It's like almost like a rugby. Like well he hurts he just he puts his his hips at like a 90 degree like his whole upper body is, is like parallel to the field right. that's like what's a, unique about it and he just like surfs yeah on top of the pile and are, they push him pushing him um might be a topic for another day but apparently the NFL is looking to ban the tush push <sighs> yes i heard league. well you know that's Man. they they anytime you got a good idea the league either the league gets involved or everyone copies it mm mm-hmm. mhm I don't
1: know. We should have taken a bet, uh, another prop bet. I actually almost texted you about another one, not this one, but um, we should have taken a bet of uh, uh, will there be a trick play? Mm. Will there be a trick play? And, and I don't know. Would you have described the tush push as a
0: trick play? No, I wouldn't describe that I as a trick either. play. I think, it's, no.
1: I think it's more of like a, it's like a special now, play, but they did it too many times for it to be a trick play.
0: When the Chiefs did that thing where they all run in a circle <laughs> and then sprint, that I might call a trick play. Really? Although the play itself wasn't it's a trick, a, I guess it, it was typical. It's just a thing they do. It's like a little warding. It's the lineup thing. of it. Um, yeah. Okay. yeah, not not a lot of trick plays.
1: No, but that that could be a fun a fun addition for next year. It, I'm is all I'm saying is, will there be a trick play, and which team is more likely to call a trick play?
0: I like that. I that like that. Nope, Note that
1: I can't take credit for that. I heard that in a, another. <laughs> now you, you, you please take like credit.
0: It. Yeah. Um, Matt, we had another new bet this year. What will the first missed field goal of the game be? We had no guarantee that there was going to be a missed field goal. Uh, I said it would go right. You said it would be short or hit the bottom. Uh, Pull uh, the the bottom. uh But uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The bottom uh, crossbar. crossbar. Mm-hmm. Uh And as by the way, I predicted it would be Harrison Bucker in the first quarter who would miss. Mm-hmm. So I was oh, wow. I was close. I'm, Unfortunately, I said it would go right and he went left. Uh it this hit the left goalpost.
1: I feel like you had to you had there, had there were a lot of moving pieces, moving articles to this bet.
0: Um yeah, I honestly the afterwards I realized cuz I'm an idiot. Um I I should have thought what leg does he kick with? He kicks with his right leg. So I would Again, I have no statistics to back this up, but I would think if you were a right-legged kicker, the way your foot swings, I would think you'd be more likely to hit the left upright.
1: Definitely more likely, but not... I mean, if you ever played Madden... You know, oh, there's it's, no guarantee. You know. you, it's, it all oh, depends for sure. on really where you hit the ball. You can hit the ball on the left part of the ball, and it's going to spiral to the right. Um, but more, you're more likely, because your power is, you're a professional kicker, right you're you're driving all of that power to the left sides so you're more likely to miss left cuz you're going to overdo it you're going to overdrive it mm. more likely than if you're more of an amateur kicker you might just be aiming you know your kick in the wrong spot and that'll that'll shoot wide right so physics
0: yeah there were made field goals during the game there just happened to be one that was missed so nobody okay. got the point on that one did elliot make any the eagles kicker well their their final score was
1: Thirty-five. He made a, yeah, he was there for some extra points, oh. but I don't
0: think he made it. No, I, no, that's all touchdowns to reach all thirty-five. Touch- thirty-five yeah, 35 no, is seven deal. times Eagles, four,
1: Eagles
0: or times five. Yeah, so I don't know if he had any field goals. Actually, come to think of it, uh, but Bucky Bucker had, did and he did make one.
1: one at the very end. He had the missed one. Yeah, no, no, no it's the really one had. at the end.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, he
1: made the one at the end, right, which sealed the
0: deal. Yeah, Yep. But, yep. Uh, it was pretty much all touchdowns.
1: Yeah. Yeah, very touchdown-heavy uh, game.
0: Um, Let's see here. Uh, and that brings us to halftime. Uh, Rihanna's performance, we each picked four songs that we thought were going to appear at halftime. We'd get a point for each correct one. Matt, this was really your opportunity to take the ball and run. Of course, this is a um, uh, a long-time bet we've done for many years. The first several years, we tied it. Uh, then in 2021 you won 2022 I won and this year Matt, you won this bet. Um, you correctly predicted three songs Umbrella, diamond, and run this town. Uh, I only correctly predicted two, uh, which was um, we found love and work. this was the this was the bet
1: that I put the most work into in <laughs> the most research so I'm happy that it, this one at least paid off um this one i have a lot to say though there's uh i was i was genuinely surprised that uh do you remember her first song a bitch better have my money bitch better have my money i was i didn't i didn't think that that was even going to come up in the show but it was the first song um i think another possible change i'd like to implement maybe for next year see how you feel about it is uh I would like to see if we could make an extra bet on who who can get the first song of the Super Bowl. I think we did that one year. So we can gonna... like I, I like the idea that we choose several. Like maybe we choose three songs, but maybe we can lock in also the the first song. What, what song will be first? What song will be last? That would be kind of kind of fun. Yeah, Remember, come to find she ended with them um, with diamonds, right?
0: uh i have the whole Yeah, she ended with diamonds yes
1: fireworks went off yeah
0: yes Uh, diamonds in the sky she was floating in the sky it was actually a really cool shot uh no man i'm looking through our old record last year we did bet who the first artist to sing was because it was the big collection of everybody singing uh Mm -hmm. snoop dogg was first but yeah i would definitely be willing to to give that in vegas you can bet on the first song uh to be sung at super bowl so yeah, no, that, yeah, I'm definitely that, before that, that.
1: Was very surprised. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't think she would do rude boy either. And she also did rude boy. She
0: really did it, a lot of, it was not all hits. It was not there. This was a, a very like deep cut mm-hmm. Rihanna set list. There were some hits in there, but there was a lot of songs where I'm like, I've never heard that. Or I did not know that was Rihanna. Um, so Matt, at this point, the score is, Uh, six to three and, uh, you really need to just run the table to, to stay alive in this thing, but we still have a number of bets left. Um, including Matt, I have two bets, uh, that I'm officially announcing the results of right now. We didn't have them at the end of the game. The first being the number of beers sold at state farm stadium. Uh, the line was set at 120,000. You said, I said under, and you said over. And the result is no result. State Farm Stadium did not release how many beers they sold, and therefore Vegas is calling it a push.
1: <laughs> I was not ready for that.
0: No points awarded. I was very but then I thought about it and I'm like, yeah, there's no guarantee they'll even say. Uh, so come to think of it, kind of a stupid idea in general for that bat. I blame Vegas.
1: Mm. It was an, it was an interesting idea. I like the idea because it's like they're in a desert. You know, so maybe they're going to drink a lot, but also they're in a the desert, so maybe they don't want to drink a lot because they're in a the desert. Uh, we'll, all, we'll, but we'll never Philly, know.
0: Philly, Philadelphia fans are crazy. So, honestly, I think everyone was so like locked to the game they weren't going to the concessions. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but who knows? We'll never know. Uh, the other bet we didn't get a result of until today. What will happen to the price of Bitcoin during the Super Bowl? We both thought it was going to go down. Matt, the price of Bitcoin went up slightly. Of course, of course. So if you if you follow like the line during the game, it went down through like the first two thirds of the game and then went back up and ended. So it was basically down the whole game and it just broke even and went a little above it like right towards the end. So technically. Mm-hmm. It was up. Do you think the game had any impact on that whatsoever? Or that- Absolutely not. It's yeah. just a volatile yeah. non-entity that can do whatever it wants. So, yeah. yep. no, and not at all.
1: Yeah, no no commercials for Bitcoin, really, at all this year. Uh,
0: yeah, I think there was one. And there was that weird mobile game ad that was very suspicious and looked like a scam.
1: Oh, there's. They uh, always have that.
0: Yeah, there's uh, always one of those. And there's always a Scientology commercial. So that's like and the Jesus, Jesus he gets us ads. The uh, which there was like us. four they, yeah, of those. They
1: invaded like a uh, like a like a viral disease into into this. Uh, very this strange. Realm. Very strange. Especially you f- when you find out like what the, that that uh, those people are, are for.
0: Yeah, I was about to say. If you get a chance, look up like the the hundreds of millions of dollars slush fund that they have from a handful of rich people. Um, it's all very strange. Uh, So no points on the Bitcoin uh, for anybody. Uh, Now, Matt, we got to move into one of our favorite bets. The Gatorade color uh, dumped on the winning coach. Matt, you've never won this one in the history of our bets. I've won it twice, including last year um, for this year's bet. You you said they were going to drop green, uh, Philly green. I said it was going to be orange. Uh, And Matt, they dumped uh, for the first time. At least going back to 2017, purple, purple, purple on Andy Reid. Yeah. Did they did they pick the right color, you think?
1: No, well, you I remember I'm making that bet. You caught me at the height of like Philly Eagles frenzy. That was when I was I went on my rant, my whole Eagles rant. The media. Yeah, I remember I, that <laughs> about the media. Yeah. So that that was really, I think that it, that highly influenced my decision. Not that I would have picked purple otherwise; I probably would have picked like blue or, or something. But yeah, that was the yeah that was that was my reasoning for that pick. Um, I think I don't even know if I've ever had purple Gatorade before. Like I said, I, I we weren't really a big Gatorade drinking family growing up. But I I don't know what what a purple Gatorade even tastes like. Is it
0: grape? Is it a grape flavor? I don't know. Actually, I'm not a big um, Gatorade guy either. Um, let's see. What is the purple Gatorade flavor? I'm assuming it's grape. Like fierce fierce grape.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: um, I thought they yeah. were.
1: I thought they were just going to dump like cheeseburger grease.
0: <laughs> just a bucket of bacon on, like on Andy a, Reed.
1: Yeah. To go with the cheeseburgers that, that Andy Reed likes.
0: No, no such luck. He got his electrolytes, whether he liked it or not. Um, so no points there. So basically Matt, at this point, uh, the score is six to three. You would have to run the table to tie at this point. And we get into the end of the game, the winner, the final score and the MVP, Matt, of course, you picked the Eagles with the MVP being Jalen Hurts. He certainly had an MVP performance, uh, but that was not enough. The Eagles did not win. The Chiefs did, with Mahomes being the MVP, as I predicted. Uh, So I got the points for winner and MVP. And then the final score, uh, I was closer, technically. You said 24-14. I said 34-24. But based on the rules of our prop bet challenge, you've got to be plus or minus one point on – both numbers. Um, that's the only way I won it back in 2017. I think it was the final score was like 35 to 27. And I was one point off um, and no one's won it since. So now that, that concludes our bets with a final score. Sean with the victory eight to three, the largest margin of defeat in the history of our prop bets challenge. Sorry, buddy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was it. Was not a good, not a good year for me. Not a good, not a good uh, year in prop bets. But uh, now I think is the part of the show where we get to predict who will be in the Super Bowl next year.
0: <laughs> I like how quickly you just go past. Your, you're like, you're like, well, we tried anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. You're you're right. I'm not gonna rub it in. It was good competition, by the way. Uh, that makes me a back-to-back champion uh, after winning oh, last
1: year. So. It's ever since I moved into this house. I really think this—it's might be this house. It's cursed. It, might, it very well might be this house. It's the uh, back back to back. The Eagles haven't won back to back. Uh, I haven't won the Super Bowl prop bets. I was better off living in the apartments. The apartments were the key, I think, to my victory. I had I had a nice stretch going on. I I won like six in a row or something
0: right you you won three in a row and by the in way the overall standings we started in 2016 the overall standings right now is you five me three so mm-hmm. overall you've won more um yeah,
1: that gap is closing
0: they gap very closed. quickly because at one point by the way it was five to one mm-hmm. so yeah, um i did. finally learned how to play it only took you me a few years i am i back. am but we've got to do next year. You're absolutely right, Matt. We did this last year, and the results were embarrassing. But damn it, it hasn't stopped us before. Matt, who do you think is going to play in the Super Bowl next year?
1: John, I I, I, re- I was so far off the mark last year. I don't year. know what I we were doing. My prediction was, uh, what was it? What did I say? Vi- Vikings and Bills, was it?
0: That's yeah, no. it was. No, Cardinals.
1: I said. I said. Yes, uh... you did say. Yeah. God, that was way off. So what was yours?
0: Yours was Uh, a little bit more reasonable. It was, uh, you, oh, I'm sorry. You had Bill's Cardinals and I had Colts Vikings for some insane reason. I must've been drunk. I I don't know what happened there.
1: Very, very far off. So that being said, I think huge mistake. I would like you to go first on this one. I want to defer to you since you were the,
0: Oh, you were the winner of the, thankfully, uh, Thankfully, this is one that has absolutely no stakes on it. So, um, I'm not afraid to make a stupid prediction. Um, let's see. Who am I going to pick in the NFL? Um, gosh, you know, there's going to be obviously a lot of upheaval. We're already talking about, uh, free agent players moving. The draft is obviously coming up. Um, new coaches are all about, um, who do I think? I mean, I think if you're looking at the, I promise I won't take forever on this. When you're looking at the AFC, I mean, I really do think you got to think the Kansas City Chiefs are the incumbent favorites. Um, no no doubt about it. Uh, but I think it's boring if I pick them because they've been to the AFC Championship game and the Super Bowl too much. Um, so you got to look at what team can really pull it out. Huh, this is a surprisingly tough one. My early prediction, and I've got to make it something wild, because otherwise it's not fun. Out of the AFC, I think you're going to have the Miami Dolphins. And they are going to play from the NFC. Um, Again, a lot of movement, a lot of interesting stuff. Uh, And I think it's going to be... I'm going to pick the Detroit lions. Cause I just want to be super wrong.
1: I love it. I love it. Bold, bold
0: so I, I think it's going to be C versus land dolphins versus lions in the super bowl next year. A pick that will no doubt be incorrect. Matt, who do you think is going to play next year?
1: I think that's an awesome pick. I, I, um, I'm going to play it a little bit safer because I was, I just, you know, past me came out and just completely embarrassed current me. <laughs> with the, my previous, pick before. I, don't, I don't think I was too far off. The the a lot of a lot of people had the bills, you know, pegged higher than what they shaped up to be. Um, but I don't know what the hell I was. There's no excuse for thinking the Cardinals were going to be anywhere sniffing the playoffs this year uh, when when I made that prediction. So um, I'm going to play it a little safe with the NFC pick, and I'm going to pick the Eagles. I think the Eagles will be back. Um, I think there's no reason, there's no real reason to believe otherwise. I mean, they lost their, their coaching staff and you'll probably see a few more departures with free agency this year. But I think that core, um, as long as you have Jalen hurts, as long as you have Nick Sirianni, I think the Eagles will be in the conversation. And I think what puts them over the edge is, is they're hungry. They're going to be a a much hungrier, much, they're going to be much more out, out for blood next year. Um. So I think you'll see um, you'll see the Eagles back there again. Uh, I think the NFC Championship they will face the Dallas Cowboys. I think that the, the Cowboys also oh. should be in the in the conversation uh, as well. But I think that they're going to ultimately that Eagles defense is a scary behemoth, and I think they're going to overcome Dak Prescott um, in that. So uh, I give the NFC Championship to the Philadelphia Eagles, and they will be facing. Sean, this is where it gets a little interesting. Um, I think that uh, there was a team in the AFC that definitely um, exceeded expectations, if you will, uh, and uh, in 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 every sense. And I think they're they're on the cusp. And they're another team that the media, Sean, the media might be counting out a little bit. They might be, they might be counting them out a little bit. Um, And they might be downplaying their achievements this year. And um, I'm going to say they're going to get to the AFC championship. That team is the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be in the AFC championship. Not, you know, this is the AFC championship now, not Super Bowl yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. They will be facing the Cincinnati Bengals. So Jaguars, oh. Bengals, AFC Championship. All right, the the I Battle of that, the Cats. Yeah, exactly, Battle of the Cats. I think you're going to see it's going to be Jags, Bengals, uh, uh, but in this in this cat-like battle, um, the team I was I'll go with the team that I was impressed with most, um, looking at this year, and, and and the team that I think. Uh, Really had had a had a great shot. I think it's going to be the Bengals. So I think next year's Super. I mean, the cra- I could go with the crazy pick, the or the the out of left field pick, and say it's going to be a Jags a Jags Eagle Super Bowl. But I think the I'm going to be a little more close to the vest on this one. I'm going to say it's a Bengals Eagles Super Bowl next year.
0: Uh, Matt, listen, that is a significantly more plausible Super Bowl than what I picked. So uh, I think you have a far better shot. um... February 11th, 2024 will be the next Super Bowl taking place in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. Um, it will be Super Bowl, uh, well, uh, 58. Uh, very exciting. Our ninth edition of this. Matt, what is that? Wonderful time is? this year. And that would be LVIII.
1: Love it. Okay.
0: Um,
1: we're lot, yes. We're only one away from LVIX, Livex, Livix.
0: Oh, that'll be a good one. And then, and then after that, it goes to Oof. LX. LX. That's a big one. That right, that's right up there with
1: XL. Right. You should put that one. Should be in LA, LA, LAX, LA.
0: Well, they haven't actually. LIX will be in uh, at the Superdome in Louisiana, and they haven't yet assigned a uh, a stadium for um, LX. So we'll see.
1: Cool. Uh, thanks for Thanks for coming aboard on this adventure with us. Uh, our, our Super Bowl prophets, one of my favorite episodes of the year, easily. Always look forward to it.
0: It's been a good one. We'll be back next year again. And coming up, by the way, folks, you got to subscribe to the show uh, for debate wherever you get podcasts or visit the website debate.tv because starting next month, Ladies and gentlemen, get out those orange basketballs. Start shooting for the hoop. It's March Madness is here. Set your brackets to whatever Matt has planned. It should be a lot of fun um, kicking off on our next episode. So look forward to that. And of course, uh, get in touch with us. Up for debate TV at gmail.com or tweet us at Up for debate TV on Twitter. um, Because we still use that. Matt, that's it. We're done here this evening. Uh, We're wrapping it up. Uh, So that's it for the Super Bowl. We're moving on. Matt and I have some XFL to go watch. So uh, until then, on behalf of Matt, I'm Sean. We appreciate being here. We're going to see you next time for another great March Madness edition of Up for Debate.